evening, everybody. My name is Nancy. I'm a grateful, abstaining, compulsive overeater. And I live in Southern California where all of this began. I first came to Overeaters Anonymous in 1975. I had watched a family member who she and I had been on every diet conceivable to man. Um, we'd, we'd done the, the 300 calories a day and the, the shots from the pregnant women's urine and the barbiturates and the amphetamines. I was on amphetamines. I was on amphetamines and barbiturates at 12 years old to help me lose weight. And it helped me lose weight. It also taught me how to clean house at 3 in the morning. But um, we had done all these. We did the Atkins. We did all that stuff. And we would be okay for a while, and we'd lose some weight. And then, you know, stuff would just get in the way. And so after a while, we didn't talk about it anymore. There were several compulsive overeaters and alcoholics in my family, but we just didn't talk about the dieting anymore. And I watched her lose 80 pounds over a period of about a year. And I finally said, okay, okay, what are you doing? And she said, well, I found this program, but you have to believe in God. And I said, well, I don't have any problem believing in God. That would be okay. She said, well, you have to choose a meeting because I don't want you to come to the same meeting that I come to in case I want to say something that I don't want you to hear. I didn't understand that, but I said, okay, fine. So I, there was a meeting on Tuesday nights and there was a meeting on Thursday nights. Well, Thursday nights was the nights that the Waltons were on, and I really didn't want to give that up. But Tuesday night, something else came up, and I couldn't go the Tuesday night, so I went. I chose to go to the Thursday night meeting. At that time, they had newcomers meetings, and I went to the newcomers meetings at seven o'clock, and then the meeting started at seven thirty. So I went to the newcomers meeting, and and I, they kind of explained gray sheet, and they kind of explained orange sheet, and they talked about a lot of stuff. And this one woman said. Are you going to tell me that I cannot eat another piece of bread again in my life? And the woman said, you can have all the bread you want. You just can't eat it today. And I held on to that. I got as crazy with the gray sheet as I had been about the way I ate. And I lost 183 pounds in about 18 months. Um, I didn't do much with the steps or the book, because I was so successful with the weight loss, people just were interested in what, how I, what I was eating and how I was doing that. And it wasn't until years later that I actually started working the program. I was in and out of Overeaters Anonymous. I abstained. At one point, I abstained for 10 years and maintained a, a normal height, a proportional weight, height and weight. I got very involved in the, in the inner group, and I was uh, a delegate for the region, and then I was a delegate for World Service. I did all of those things, and uh, then I would get cross-raised or something would happen, and I would be off and running again. In 2013, um, right after the beginning of the year, 
my mother was diagnosed with a life-threatening disease. And I was still reeling from that. And six days later, my husband had a heart attack and died. We had just moved into a new house. I had just bought a new car. And I lost his, in his income. And my mom needed to be taken to uh, treatments and different things. And she was getting worse and worse and worse. And I, I didn't know what to do. And then my mom passed away the 17th of September. And before I could get her in the ground, the place that I had worked for for almost 13, for over 13 years said, you know what? We're eliminating your position. And I worked until the end of my time, November the 1st. And I sat in a dark room playing video games and eating for three months. My best friend in the entire world, she and I had been friends on program forever. I had met her when I first came in in she came in, I came in in 75, she came in in 76. She was a little tiny Bolivian woman, absolutely adorable. She was a school teacher. I was a corporate trainer. So we had a lot, we had a lot of things in common. And uh, she came and grabbed me by the nap of the neck and said, you're coming with me. you got to come with me. I, gotta, I have to go to this meeting in Thousand Oaks, and you have to come with me. Well, from where I live, which is 30 miles north of Los Angeles to Thousand Oaks, it's 44 miles one direction. Now, a lot of people talk about how us Southern Californians don't have any problem with driving, but that's a long way to go. So I had to go to Simi Valley, which is 24 miles from me, and pick her up and then take her to Thousand Oaks so we could go to this meeting. I was extremely resentful. I didn't want to listen to anybody. I, you know, what possibly could anybody say? I was angry at God. I was angry at the world. I was angry at everybody. And I just, the only reason I was civil to her is because I loved her. But she took me to this meeting, and the gal that was speaking that night was somebody that I'd known for a long time. And she said, you know, I found out I had to reinvent myself. And that really made sense to me. I hadn't thought about that, about the fact that maybe it was time for me to give up all my old ideas and reinvent myself. So, okay, I asked her to be my sponsor, and for nine months, I had just retired. And instead of eliminating my position, I decided to retire. I was, it was easier for me to do that, and then I, it worked out better financially, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so I had recently retired, and I, for the first time in my entire life, I did not have to have an alarm clock. I did not have to worry about getting any place. I just had to be. And this woman wanted me to call her at 6.40 in the morning with my food 
and my writing ready for her every day. Well, folks, let me tell you, that was not an easy thing to do. But for nine months, I was there on the phone. I wanted it bad enough. I wanted it bad enough. So I continued. I continued and I did everything I could. I did exactly what she told me to do. I did all the writing she asked me to do. We completed the first three steps and I started writing my inventory. Now, I had never written an inventory like this before. It was uh, on the seven deadly sins and I was writing and writing and writing and it was, I'd written several inventories over the time that I had been in, 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 uh, in, in OA. I had gone to OA Howe for a while and I wrote their inventory and then I had done uh, another inventory that was uh, the columns and then I had done something else and this one was I guess the applied principles of alcoholic recovery and it was eye-opening and I was writing that inventory and I missed three calls in one week in two weeks and she said I can't sponsor you anymore I just can't it, it upsets me too much when you don't call okay now what I was almost I when I, I I was able to get somebody to take my food and to take my my daily writing that I was doing until I had been abstinent a year and this gal came and spoke at our meeting and she was just amazing and she shared things with us that I was just she ate like I did she had stuff going on in her life like I did I asked her to be my sponsor, and we worked out a deal where I could talk, call her a couple times a week, and I would put my food on a phone, on an app on my phone, and that's how I would keep things going. Well, that was eight years ago. I have, it's been tough. I just yesterday turned 72 years old. And in the eight years that I've been back, it's taken me eight years and I've given away almost 80 pounds one day at a time. I've still got a lot to lose yet, but at least I don't gain anymore. I used to go up and down like a yo-yo, and I don't do that. I have a pretty even food plan. It is... Um, kind of gray sheet with a grain. <laughs> and those of you that don't remember gray sheet, it's just a very simple diet. It's 12 ounces of protein and four, four cups of vegetables and two, a starch or a grain at two meals. And it works out. I can do that. I don't have a problem doing that. And I can mix, mix it up and make it work for me. But the real thing that's happened is I have actually started working the program. I am in a class right now that is uh, working the 12 Steps with a Big Book with a man named Herb Kay that's written several books for the program. And I am amazed. I am a true believer that there are big book fairies out there because I'm finding things in the big book I never saw before. Now, I've read the big book cover to cover several times, but I'm just, somebody's taken it and put some new stuff in there because I never saw this before. 
I'm allowing myself to be abstinent. I'm allowing myself to work the program. I'm allowing myself to look in the mirror and, and, and like who I see. I've never done that before. I'm comfortable in my own skin for the first time in my entire life. And it's a really great feeling. It's a really great feeling. After my mother died, I inherited her home. And she had asked my youngest son and his family to come and live with her because she was afraid of being alone after my father passed away. So I moved into her spot. And my younger son has three children, the oldest of which is 12. And then there's an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, and I have been able to watch them grow up. When I first moved to this house, the 8-year-old was three months old. And it has been the most amazing time in my life, and God has allowed me to share their lives with them. One of the things that my that sponsor that sponsored me for nine months forced me to do when I first came back into the program was to write a want ad for a higher power because I was so angry at God for doing what He'd done to me. I couldn't, I couldn't even see straight. And, and having to face the twelve steps with the power greater than yourself, I I thought they were done. So I did. I wrote a want ad for this God, and I could not believe. I wrote this one in, and I created a new person I called my God that I could have a, a, a spiritual relationship with. After I had had a spiritual relationship with this God for a year and a half, I realized it was the same God I'd always believed in. He hadn't walked away from me. I had walked away from him. And I'd walked away and, and was so angry that all these terrible things had happened. And when I looked at my life, I realized my husband could not have moved into my mother's house the way I did. And I could not have had the life that I was enjoying had things been different. So here I am, Grammy, living in my own little spot in this house. I have my own entry and I have everything that I need right at my fingertips. My granddaughter calls my bathroom the coffee bathroom because I have a refrigerator in there and a coffee maker and I can do what I need to do and not bother the house. And I can work the program and I can, when we went into the Zoom, the Zoom era, I could be in a meeting almost every hour of every day. But what has come through all of that is an appreciation of the 12 steps. Thank you. The appreci an appreciation for a higher power and helping me to find his plan for my life. I always thought that was kind of foolish when they'd say, you have to figure out his plan for your life. Well, I like his plan for my life better than I like the plan that I had for my life. Things have happened. I'm losing my friend, my best friend who brought me back to the program, has 
gone to be with the Lord the 19th of August of 2019. She had, she fought very hard cancer for three years, and I fought right next to her. The day that she was diagnosed, I grabbed her hand, and I said, I'm in for the duration, whatever it takes. And even though I watched her, she abstained to the last day of her life. Sylvia had given away 132 pounds, and she held on to that weight loss till the very end. I had never been with anybody who's been had that kind of ability, and she was truly an inspiration. So it's just been a very, very interesting time, and. I have learned to live, to love my life, to live life to the fullest, and to live it along with a higher power that I choose to call my God that makes it all worth living for me. So that's my program pretty much. I keep working on it one day at a time. I'm in the middle of writing another inventory, this one for the, this class I'm in. And it's always amazing. Things are always changing in life. And the one thing that's for sure is it's change. And you can embrace the changes or you can hate the changes. And I have found, for me, if I embrace the changes and work with them one day at a time, I can make it, I can make it work for me. So thanks for letting me share.